Jacob. Hey, what's up? What do a hard-boiled cop working undercover at an elementary school and a group of bridesmaids who bond through a series of misadventures have in common? Well, I have no idea. What do they have in common? Let's find out. This week, I watched Kindergarten Cop. And this week, I watched Bridesmaids. And now it's time to make The The Movie Movie Connection. Connection. All right, here we go. Welcome in, everybody. Hi there. My name is Jacob, and I'm here with my sister, Casey. And this is the podcast, The Movie Connection, which is a podcast where, in an effort to broaden our movie horizons and to remain connected in general, we decided to connect over something that we both really enjoy. Movies. That's right, movies. So each week we assign each other movies to watch, usually that we haven't seen before. And then we sit down to discuss them and review them, and we try to figure out, hey, is there any connective tissue between these two different movies? Any little thing. Anything. I mean, like, does one have... It... Don't so give anyway, a let's... right now. <laughs> There's not that many. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can't do it. Nope, not this time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, I mean, what a challenge, but hey, I said it like when we wrapped up a couple weeks ago and I say it now, you know, we will not let, you know, we will not let such a, such a thing bring this show down. We found our right? connections, people like we're still going strong. Yeah, we sure did. did. Dare to doubt us. Don't ever. And by Never. the way, if this is your first time coming in, hi, welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is not the last episode, so you're in luck. Um, yeah. So we did it. We did it. Uh, we got, all right, in one corner over here, we got Bridesmaids. I mean, that like, this was a sensation, I will think it's safe yes. to say. Um, what was it, 2011? 20 and 2011. Crazy. Okay, so 10 years old, like over 10 years old now. Yeah, 12, all right. 13 years old, 12 years old. Yeah. yeah. Kind yeah. of crazy. Right. But I do remember it being a sensation and like this was, yeah, it kind of was at the peak of uh, the what uh, Me Too movement or was this even before that? Uh, But another wave of feminism coming in. Okay. Yeah. And what's great, like, I mean, we'll get into it when we talk about Bridesmaids, but like, you know, The Hangover had just come out like what the year before. And this was like. People wanted to compare this to that, but this is so its own thing. Yeah. And it's so much Not like the. Comparison. Yeah. Um, it's so fun. And yeah, total wave of feminism there. Um, yeah. Big yeah. wave of feminism, like all female cast. Uh, Peter Feig. Yeah. Feig. Yep. Feig um, is really good at uh assembling strong female casts, actually. Yeah. Just strong female leads, too. Not not even um all female but yeah uh i really like this director too so um really excited for anything he comes up with and then so yeah kristen wig like is in the house this was kind of melissa mccarthy's kicking off point right yes 
And uh, but before this, was she is she Canadian? I can't remember. Is Melissa McCarthy Canadian? No? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, OK. I, I wasn't sure if she if she got started on like the Canadian shows or something like that. Well, she um, got started in Gilmore Girls, obviously. Oh, right. Obviously. Well, that's practically a Canadian show. <laughs> it did, the first episode was filmed in Canada, like many okay. other TV shows. <laughs> oh, amazing! Um, now hold on a second. All right, yeah, all, all right, Gilmore Girlfriends, saddle up. <laughs> no, so so wait, like the first episode was filmed in Canada, not the entire series, obviously. Nope, just the first episode. I guess they have right. this place in Canada where they shoot a lot of TV show pilots. And um, and then they like get picked up or they don't. And if they get picked up, they move to a more expensive studio in California. But if uh, they don't, they only lost so much money in this cheap town in Canada. I'm wondering, um, is this the Once Upon a Time neighborhood? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, amazing. Well, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, I a lot, like a lot of shows. Too. I would totally yeah. live there. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> I love Gilmore Girls. <laughs> That's amazing. So now, okay, okay. Well, we can't get too far into it. But no, wait. Did, did they? So then they had to find the town to match that, or did they? They built or... one on the WB lot. Oh no, shit. Okay, got yeah. It. Okay, and so gotcha. it's all built, and it's actually kind of crazy because even now, with certain TV shows. I'm like, oh, they're in Stars Hollow because there will be like the same one of the same buildings. There will oh. be like the same gazebo. And I'll be like, oh, my God, they're in Gilmore Oh, does Girls. that happen, too? Where I mean, yeah, I yes. guess it would where they use the app material. They're using so. the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. Shit. shit. Gilmore Girls touches our lives in more ways than you know. Like, <laughs> you know it. Yes, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. No. <laughs> and then in the other corner here, we got Kindergarten Cop. You know, speaking of like awesome locations, I, I this kind of has a personal connection for us. Yes. Yeah. Um, and not getting too much into it, but yeah, you break. I mean, it it did feel Oregon-ish, you know, or or Oregon-ish. Oregon. You know? Yes. Um, totally. It yeah. definitely does, and I love Astoria. I like was so happy when they name dropped it. I'm like, yeah, story is yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, totally. So Whole and that, town. it's just crazy to think that. Oh, so I mean, that does mean that Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, he was he was in town. He was in the neighborhood. He in was our here. The yeah. Is, yeah. And people do tend to, you know, for the most part, like it around here. Um, so. We know how to treat our celebrities, which is good. <laughs> yeah. Astoria is now, cool, too. They have, yeah. like, a little uh, film museum uh, that you can go to, and it it definitely showcases a lot of different movies that were filmed in Astoria, which is kind of fun. Amazing. I Yes, they got to have a kindergarten cop section, of course. They do. They have, like, the Goonies. They have so much yeah. stuff, like, oh, all yeah. kinds of different movies, and it's really a fun place to visit if you're ever yeah. in the area. Right. All right. Well, what do you say we get into it? You know, I what is it starting with? Oh, it's your turn to start, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So we're starting off with Kindergarten Cop. Perfect. Yeah, we are. Amazing. Detective John Kimball, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. has been chasing the trail of a big-time drug dealer named Colin Crisp for years. When he finally tracks him down, it's because he's trying to search for his ex-wife and child, 
who he claims took millions of dollars when they ran away from him. Mm-hmm. Kimball learns the name of the school located in Astoria, Oregon, where Crisp's child attends, and he heads there with his partner undercover. His partner gets sick, so Kimball has to do his toughest job yet, teach <laughs> kindergarten. No. <laughs> All the while attempting to find Crisp's ex and child to keep them safe and put Crisp behind bars. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. That's what it hard boils down to. Okay. <laughs> really leaning into that, are I we? I know. I just... <laughs> So, yeah, awesome. Kindergarten cop. I mean, all right. Like, I just, I said it already, but what a bizarre tone this yeah. thing had. Like, that's what stands out. I think it stood out then. It stands out now. Yeah. Well, I don't even know how much it stood out then. I feel like most people just kind of rolled with it. And then, yeah, years go by and we realize, like, this, how the fuck did this get? But can I just say, paid? like, I love it. Yeah, me too. Like that's what was crazy. I'm so nostalgic for it. Like I, I totally love the weird, zany, fucking shit that's happening in this film. I mean, you watch the first ten minutes and you're like, oh, this is an action film. Like, (laughs) like (laughs) not so much. (laughs) Like straight up, this is like an Arnold Schwarzenegger action film. Like slightly more toned down, maybe. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) they could have called it the Party Pooper easily. (laughs) The Body Pooper. One of the best moments, like one of my favorite moments. My God. Yeah. <laughs> Same with him, <laughs> like beating the shit out of the bouncer and then turns around, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, like, and like holding up his gun, it's like, I'm very protective of my car. It's like, oh no, it's cool, man. I- I'm just gonna keep an eye on it for you. <laughs> yeah, that was so wild. <laughs> Jesus, he's like, you know, kick what his is ass. even happening, like, man? <laughs> yeah. Amazing amazing uh so yeah you've watched that and then but then yeah right so the kindergarten aspect starts to creep in and you're like oh wait how's this gonna work yeah it starts out quick and then it slows way you know quite a bit down mm-hmm. and we see like really like zany like hijinks is <laughs> i mean that, that with him like, trying around. to <laughs> yeah trying to what teach the kids Oh, right. Uh, well, yeah. And so this is, yeah, this is yet again one of my favorite Arnold's where it's like my favorite versions of Arnold where it's like, yeah, take Arnold Schwarzenegger and give him a normal job or like, or like a, mm-hmm. a very uh, whatever bureaucratic job. <laughs> yes. Um, Administrate or like, yeah, an administrative job maybe is more accurate where it's like, yeah, put yeah, put him in a cubicle. That's fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> this giant man austrian man like trying to pull off like yeah being a fucking a mattress salesman in <laughs> jingle yes. all the way yes and then in this one where it's like like well fortunately it goes down a little easier because we know at the end of the day he's the cop right but then yeah he's trying to pull off like no i'm a kindergarten teacher totally you mm-hmm. trust me with your kids wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> yep. Not sure. Um. So yeah. Right. The zaniness, like it, like when we do the whole whip pan, or the weird pan around Arnold Schwarzenegger, who just yells, "Shut up!" Like. 
yes. and you know we're firmly in it it's like oh man <laughs> but like also isn't there something so satisfying when he does that because don't like have you ever been in a room of screaming kids that is what you want to scream yeah yeah you it's want kind to... of nice to like see somebody actually do it it's like right. yeah and that's good Arnold Schwarzenegger too where it's just like yeah yes threatening the kid on the airplane like oh that's good that's good old (laughs) good old-fashioned storytelling right there (laughs) love it so much but see but that's like yeah that is part of its appeal and like i don't know like i'll i'll accept that part of its nostalgia but this movie just pulls off this tone somehow like it just works i won't lie it just works because i thoroughly enjoyed it and it wasn't just nostalgia i definitely didn't remember a bunch of stuff because it's been so long since i watched it you know and then pamela reed over here stealing the movie pretty much uh i love her so much his partner she is amazing and they have amazing chemistry they do. I love her so much. And I was like, man, why didn't I see her in like so much more stuff? Same because here. Because she's such a good actress. And she's like busting down stereotypes, which I love, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, so good. So good. Like, I, yeah, I was looking it up and she has a pretty like good amount of stuff. It's just not a lot of stuff I've seen and a lot Maybe of Maybe not so much stuff. mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I think one of the big things that she's done more recently was she was Leslie Nope's mom. And I even watched those, like, a couple of those of her episodes recently and didn't even realize it. I was like, wait, what the fuck? No way. Um, amazing. Uh, so <laughs> let's get into a little Q&A. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger a better cop or kindergarten teacher? <laughs> <laughs> I actually think he's a great teacher, okay? By the end of it, he's got it figured out. But yeah, he's a better cop. I mean, he's got all those muscles, like. (laughs) So so you do think he's an effective kindergarten teacher, though? By the end of it, like, he's teaching them. Basically, what you go to kindergarten to learn is how to stick to a schedule. It's true. Like, you know, it sounds authoritative to us, but like, you know, like, no, you need a little structure and you won't, you have to learn that though. Like you, you know. do, it's a taught thing. And for the next kids don't crave years, structure no. right. <laughs> or wait, or they do, <laughs> they but do. anyway, <laughs> uh, but for the next 11 years of their lives, they're going to be following that structure. And so kindergarten sets them up for that. And, and Good. then you learn yeah. like ABCs and you learn to count to 10 or 20 or however high, I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um <laughs> I remember and, there being a hundred day where it's like we made stupid fucking Oh yeah, you're right. I remember that too now. Yep, we made little papers with the number one hundred on them, but they had they were made with Cheerios, so it's cute. Oh god. Parents, you're doing you're amazing. Like <laughs> You're killing don't, it. Don't let anybody tell you different. So, I mean, I think he's good at teaching the structure part and he really right. helps them learn the Abraham Lincoln speech. That hey. had to be hard to teach. Hey, yeah. Yeah, kids don't give well, a yeah, shit I about that. Yeah, I think he's that. got it figured like, out by the end of it. But he also hey, already okay. has a kid who's 13, so he sort of has already been through all the stages. Okay. Yeah, I did forget you know? that detail. Yeah. Well, yeah, we never know the kid. Right. No, we never meet. Yeah, <laughs> right. We never meet him. Like, <laughs> yeah, not even a, not even like a, a home alone, like from a distance, like hugging at the end. Like. <laughs> no, I think he like moves... Yeah, to that little town in Oregon and yeah. <laughs> leaves his kid. <laughs> yeah, 
Fuck them. No. Yikes. <laughs> um, so Kindergarten Cop was filmed in Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. Uh, Casey Kitts did. No, um, I can't. So did, did you recognize anything? Um, we did kind of talk about, so Astoria, you've been there. Yes. Oh, yeah. Lots yeah. of times. I stay there sometimes with mom. Like, I love it. It's a little beachy town. It's actually on a river. Um, okay. I was wondering that. I was like, it's not a coastal, like, city. But it's, it? like, 20 minutes away from Seaside. So it's really oh, it oh, it close to close. Yeah. the ocean. But, yeah, it's on the river. Hmm. Um, It's super beautiful, super cute. Uh, Very green. I love very green, misty, foggy, because the nice. water, um, oh, yeah. it's beautiful. I saw the Great. bridge in the movie, like a little mm-hmm. shot of that, and that's, I've been on that bridge. Yeah. So that's fun. Awesome. Yeah, the bridge. Um, I'm wondering if that freaking radio tower exists at all, or it, part of me thought it looked maybe imposed. Um, yeah, I don't remember it, but I don't really drive to a lot of like the residential streets, which is probably where that would be. So yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know if that's yeah, there or not. I want to I want to climb and fall off that radio tower. So that doesn't sound great. <laughs> With a backpack, no. <laughs> you just want to reenact my lasers. It. Yeah, I just want to reenact it. <laughs> oh, that little guy. What did you think those lasers were going to do? He's an idiot, Casey. He's a kid. What do you want? (laughs) He's a kindergartner. (laughs) Yeah, you know. (laughs) He's not a party pooper. He doesn't know what he's doing. This movie has such a bizarre tone, which I think causes a lot of people to kind of disconnect from it. What do you think about this weird combo of action movie meets broad comedy? And that is the combo, right? Where it's like, it's. I feel it is leaning more into the action side. Like it's yeah. more concerned with that stuff, the case, the right, the fucking god damn it, like OD ODing like <laughs> witnesses and oh my god. Dead people, um Norma Bates ish mothers, like <laughs> Oh my god, I know. Insane. Yikes. Like who is the worst of these two? I mean, they're both. I mean, they're both just equally terrible. Like they're bad. They're really bad. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, but then the other side is it's kind of like the broad comedy, it and it. I think that's part of what I like is that leans more into the action stuff because lean too far into the broad comedy and we get like Adam Sandler movie or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think that this actually works because it's got both in it. I personally, like, if a movie is just an action movie, I have to be in a super, like, interesting mood to want to sit down and watch it. Yeah. Um, I think everything in life is should be a little funny. So I like that yeah. this has those little breaks of funny, but it also does take itself seriously. Like, even yeah. though it's, like, an insane concept, right? Right. Um, it still takes itself seriously. And so I think that's just how, like, it works. It just somehow works, you know? Right. Because we deal with, like, and with hints of, like, after school special at times, too, where it's like we yeah. deal with, like, abuse. We deal with, uh, yeah, kids going through changes, even at that age. Like, yeah, we're like, goddamn, strange curiosities. Oh, God, the kid with the dolls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Oy vey. Like, 
so weird to watch, but at the same time, so real. Like, it's like, oh, God, there were those kids. <laughs> there are those kids, yeah. Yeah, goodness gracious, yeah. Um, And then, so what did you think of the uh, kid actors, though? Like, are was this, like, unbearable? Or, for the most part, do you think they cast pretty well? I think it just works. Like, I don't feel like Some any of, the of these kid kids... Actors. Yeah, I don't think that any of them annoyed me. Right. Um, They were all, like, they all took their job seriously. Like, they all knew what part they had, and they did it, you know? I think they were so good. Like, it even felt like they kind of tailored the part around the kid, almost. Yeah. Um, it was great. Um, Yeah, such a interesting cast of characters. The kid obsessed with death. Like, I love all of his I love memes. that kid. Like, so <laughs> He's like, I have a headache. It's like, it could be a brain could be tumor. A tumor. <laughs> like, well, it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which that is like right up there along with like put the cookie down right I think put like, the cookie <laughs> down now yeah. and then it's not a tumor like that <laughs> so a, good a favorite Arnoldism um did you see I feel like this was a couple years ago I want to say it was in the midst of pandemic maybe but they were celebrating the anniversary of Kindergarten Cop and like he had like a kind of whatever Skype call with them. And I believe, I think I only know because Adam Wiley was like uh, promoting it or posting it on Instagram, which Adam Wiley, like you saw him, right? Yes. Yeah. Love that like, guy. Always we love him. It. Like, it's like, oh my God, the kid from, yeah, the mummy and Hall or uh, the, eh, um, under wraps and so many of the good um, decoms. Also, bringing it back to Gilmore that. Girls, because he was also in Gilmore Girls. Oh, that's right. Yep, that's true. Um, I really, I love Adam Wiley. I, Me yeah. too. He's great. Such an interesting uh, fellow, especially now. Like, he's still so positive. Thank God. And, like, does yeah, his magician Hollywood stuff. Yeah, Hollywood didn't ruin him. Yeah, which is so dorky, but he owns it, and he's awesome at it. So, why not? Yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> I love it. Um. So, oh, did you have a favorite of the kids at all? No, I just enjoyed all of them. Okay. Do yeah, you have I, a favorite? I don't know. I get a kick out of that. I feel like she's the most naturalistic of them all and like almost to a fault maybe, but I don't know. There's something endearing about it. The girl is like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a princess or whatever it is. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, and what else? Like, he's like, take it back. She's like, she goes away and she even has to step back. You could tell like she was going to walk off without saying her line, comes back and was like, all right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Something about that delivery. <laughs> I'm just like, so good. Um, I am not. Uh, what was it? Oh, I'm not a police officer. I'm a princess. <laughs> I'm a princess. <laughs> like, yeah, I she was it. so cute. And like, that was me. It's like, no, we're doing this, Jacob. It's like, no, I'm playing with this though fuck <laughs> 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 <Walk> over here <laughs> structure uh, deficit disorder no <laughs> um yeah love her so all right uh do you remember your favorite part of kindergarten because like they kind of had they broke it up into like there's arts and crafts time there's that was always my favorite part of any school activity was arts and crafts time Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, not even like recess was fine, but it started to bug me where it's like, oh, why do we have three recesses? Like, why do we you keep breaking up like school time? Again, getting us ready for adulthood when we get three breaks mm. per day, right? Roger. Yep. Wow. I hate it. No. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I liked recess, but you know, actually what I liked more than recess because we grew up in Oregon was rainy day recess. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That not everybody's going to get most this yeah. fun recess that we could have. And it was recess in the gymnasium mm-hmm. where it was dry. Uh, they would pull out all the fun shit for us to board play with games. Like sometimes yes. it was pretty cool, but it sucked because yeah, Sometimes there's only one version of the game and it's like, you're too slow. You're not going to get it. Yeah. Nope. You're out. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's true. And then, yeah, everybody's usually left with the fucking, oh my God, penny hockey or whatever the hell that was. That yeah. awful. Like from what, what stone age was that shit from? Yes. Like, oh yeah. This is going to keep me occupied for the next, how long are recesses? Again, like concept of time is crazy back then. Cause they felt like an hour. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long they were. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'm. I bet you. <laughs> this is so dumb. You know how we were saying like it's to get kids ready for like adulthood. It's for the teachers so that they get their breaks, right? Oh. Fair <laughs> oh that's that's so up. sad. Yeah. It's really sad. <laughs> so 15 minutes then. <laughs> 15 and then 30 probably. Yeah, for lunch. For lunch. Oh. Jesus, that's so sad. So we're not even there for us. No, I'm kidding. It's all for <laughs> us. Yeah, support your teachers, damn it. Yeah. Ugh. My um, brain kind of they get breaks. At least yeah. they do. Sort of. I remember hanging out with some of my teachers during recess. So like yeah. they don't really get breaks. No. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, teachers. Ugh. Pay them more. Um yes. What do you think of uh, Mr. Kimball's teaching methods? We kind of touched on that. Um, I just like, because he tends to prioritize discipline, but it does come from a better spot. Like I was afraid it was like uh, too authoritarian, but no, he like in the end, like, no, he's loves these kids. He's like, I think that's also what makes this movie work is that, you can tell Arnold actually loves working with the kids. And I feel like that's right. not a usual thing for an actor, right? Yeah, They're probably usually totally. very annoyed that they have to be brought down by these kids. But Arnold is such a natural and he like lights up around kids. Right. And I think that that's part, a big part of why it works. Cause right. yeah, all my favorite scenes were like him interacting with the children actually. <laughs> yeah, totally agreed. Um, all right. All right. So let, <laughs> let's get to the favorite questions. Favorites. All right. So favorite performance. Uh, that does have to go to my boy, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, great. This he is probably his best job. part. Like, yeah, I, I love this. I think it's yeah. so fun. Yeah. It's definitely like his most human role, right? Yeah, precisely. <laughs> like that's the thing is like we say how it's so leaning into the action star of it all. And while Arnold's totally doing that, he's actually but he's actually more grounded than he's ever been, which is crazy. Yes. Yeah. yes. Awesome. And then honorary. Oh, my honorary does have to go to Pamela Reed. Perfect. Um 
who played Detective Phoebe O'Hara. She's his partner. I love Phoebes. her so much. Phoebes. Uh, she's so great. She's so, and so I great. I love her husband, too. His shit, he was oh my so God. fucking funny. So good. Ever that guy, and, like, he's not even a big, like, clear, like, I didn't recognize him anyway, but not a big name, Same. and he just, like, what awesome comedic timing, and, like. Every yeah. time he was on the screen, it was a joy. Yeah, yeah. So, great choice. Um, Awesome. Favorite scene. This is going to be tricky, because there's it so was... many staples yeah it's too hard it's too hard um basically anytime he's teaching the kids okay the first scene in the classroom i love the fire drill when he's carrying the children out i think it's yeah. hilarious right. <laughs> um i love it when he's teaching them the abraham lincoln speech like all of the stuff that he has with the kids and then when he has one-on-one -on -one time with uh dominic too is so good nice great yeah when he shows him his ferret. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What a fucking What's what a, a ferret? Fucking, what a nineties pet to have too. I don't know a lot of people now that have so ferret. bizarre. Yeah. It's, yeah, a weird, no. it's a little bit of a weird pet. <laughs> I'm sorry to any of our this fans. Is my who have and ferret. is it like I guess the only reason we have that ferret is for the end. Like <laughs> Yes. It's like yes. it's like, wait, how are we gonna take care of this guy? It's like, well, if he had a ferret. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, yep. the kid, I'm just saying, if the kid had a ferret, a ferret could, like, crawl out of his jacket and, like, bite the guy. Just saying. It's like, okay, we need a ferret. Okay, we got to work this ferret in. How do we do that? <laughs> it's like, I did not see this meeting going that way. Like, I'm yeah, really... it's so random. <laughs> oh, we got to call the ferret guy. Got to ask him <laughs> to bring one of his ferrets in. <laughs> like, what? Like, and... <laughs> I mean, it was a solid ferret, like, or good ferrets. Job. It's like, a good job. Know? Yeah. Yeah. A family of ferrets. I don't, okay, anyway. <laughs> um. Perfect. Uh. So then that leaves, yeah, favorite uh, line of dialogue. Oh, come All right, on. This should not be a shock because this was my favorite line as a child, and I used to repeat it um, often. Boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. That was my boy Joseph that said that. <laughs> That's so good. And I love, uh, yeah, Phoebe's response. I was like, ah, found the basics. Yeah. That's important. <laughs> so good. So good. Perfect response. Like, yeah. I'm surprised. I actually thought it was like, to me, it's no contest. It is, uh, yeah, you're not so tough without your car, are you? Oh, my oh that is so good, too. That line With is so good kills me every time god damn i saw this movie when i was a very small child and i went around telling everybody that boys have penises and girls have vaginas i'm pretty everybody. sure i i like i would i'm sorry weird kid like go figure like i would reenact like yeah i would i was that kid where it's like oh he's just repeating what he heard on tv like yeah that's me <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and, uh, like, yeah, I just think it would be funny to do certain bits that would get lots of laughs at home and sometimes wouldn't get such great laughs if you brought them up in class. Um, sure. For example, <laughs> <laughs> raising your hand, having the teacher say, it's like, yeah, it's like, boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. It doesn't always go over well. No. <laughs> it's accurate, though. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's accurate um perfect 
Out of five stars, how many stars are you giving Kindergarten Cop? I'm giving it a four. I, I, think, I think that's so what fun. I gave it to. Yeah. <laughs> I still enjoy it. I hope people don't hate me for that, but I think it's good. And I think it's harmless enough. Like, it could be way more offensive. It gets... A, so there's a little bit of there's a little bit of gay panic I feel. Yes, there is um, gay panic. Yes, not okay. from Arnold's character so much, just from like yeah the other women and like they are like oh he must be gay like don't they say that at one point and then yes. they see him yeah. and I don't know and then there's also like I don't know there's also some weird stereotyping him too they're like a man teaching kindergarten right. it's like you know yes. that's normal now. Um, yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, other than those little things, I didn't find it to be like, I didn't think that it aged badly, really. Right. And it <clears> is, <throat> and it is always like, for some reason, I always like tense up with the, yeah, the fire drill would like, yeah, the stranger danger is happening. Like, that's the thing is like, as a kid, you're given these drills and like this movie kind of put the scare in me as a kid. It was like, oh, so this okay, this shit could go down. Okay, like yeah, totally. I need to take this shit seriously. Um, <laughs> so, but it and it's just always crazy when like guns are just in schools. It just it's so ta- like there's just something taboo about that. Like it's awful. Like down to like I just I never understand the arguments. It's like like no, we need to arm our teachers. That's the answer. It's like no, just no guns in school. How about that? Like just mm-hmm. just guns school. Eh, eh. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh. God, the answer is no. I hate uh, America. Gotta love it. Uh, um, America. Um, and then would you rewatch or recommend? Yes and yes. Yeah, I would still recommend. Yeah, and especially, I do think it's just the most rounded Arnold Schwarzenegger part because everything else is just kind of either making like having fun with the Schwarzenegger factor or like you know, just uh generic action star stuff totally totally and then do now do you reboot this it did get a sequel i've never seen the sequel and it looks like it just came out a few years ago yeah and it feel it looks too like t made for tv ish and yeah it didn't look great uh but i did say yes that i would and i even wrote down three different ideas of who i would cast Awesome. If you're interested. Heck yeah, of course. Okay, so my first There's idea was Channing Martin. Tatum. Channing, all right. He can do action, and he's also very funny. Yep, totally. Uh, my second idea was Chris Hemsworth, because he's really who I think of when I think of buff action star now. Exactly. That's probably then, closer to what they'd go for. For sure. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. And then I my like third it. was Terry Crews. Terry Crews, who makes an appearance in Bridesmaids. Yes. <laughs> he's pretty great. He's got something. He's got, uh, I'm not, his he's politics are. He's a little problematic. Are, yeah. Um, but but so he is hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> he's very funny. Mm-hmm. Problematic. <laughs> yeah. He's a problem. God damn it. Come on, man. What's this next thing going to be? What's this next thing? I'm waiting. Oh, I'm waiting. I just want something. I just need, I need content. You understand? <laughs> I think that he started dating Phoebe Bridgers, who is like. Phoebe Waller-Bridge? Yeah. Wait. Our, our, our folk singer. Oh, no. Is that okay. who you're talking about? Phoebe Bridger then. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is from Dial of Destiny. 
Oh, yeah, no, no. Phoebe Bridgers, she is... That would be amazing. <laughs> She's an indie folk music singer, and she, right. after his special came out, she took a couple of his songs and was singing them in her shows. Okay. Um, but, like, slowing them down and making them more folky, which is fun. Right. Um, okay. But so I'm curious if he's going to do some out. more music stuff, <laughs> you know? Oh, all right. I we'll see. That's I guess that's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to do something. Yeah. Like we're waiting, Bo. Yeah, bro. Come on. Um. All right. Well, so that's one movie down. Yeah. Now let's take a total shift. Total shift. Into some bridesmaids territory. All right. Yeah, buddy. Kristen Wiig stars as Annie who is asked by her longtime friend Lillian, no, sorry, uh, <laughs> played by Maya Rudolph, to be her maid of honor. The prospect of Lillian actually getting married makes Annie really concerned about her own life and how things haven't exactly worked out uh, for her as she may have always intended or always dreamed. Years ago, Annie opened and ran her own bakery, but the business and Annie's boyfriend at the time folded under the pressure of the recession. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fast forward to the present, and Annie is still struggling and still hasn't found the right partner. As Annie tries to manage her maid of honor duties, she is introduced to other bridesmaids, including Helen, played by Rose Byrne, who, yeah, wasn't, who hadn't done a lot at this point, especially in comedy, I guess. She only she had... She was really a drama actress at this point. Crazy, because I only know her comedy stuff, I think. <laughs> this movie introduced me to her. I love her. Um, I love her. Including Rose Byrne, who appears to be flawless and possibly even a threat to Lillian in Annie's friendship. And there's also Lillian's soon-to-be sister-in-law, Megan, played by Melissa McCarthy. Things soon take a chaotic turn as a lot of Annie's plans start to fall apart, and she is forced to either step aside for Helen to take over or rise to the challenge and fight for her friend's wedding and her own peace of mind. Yeah. Motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised by the movie's like tone. For some reason, yeah. I was expecting just the full, like, you know, the just no holds barred, like raunchy comedy, but with but with an all-female cast. Like, you know. <laughs> Sure. Um, maybe so. Maybe like Bad Moms. Is that more accurate? Um, yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Still so, really fun. <clears throat> yeah, Still really yeah. fun, but it's a different vibe. Right. So, and especially like I, I'm wondering if like the fact that Apato was attached to it may have had something to do with that, and right yeah. the Hangover comparison, maybe even where it's just like, oh, I don't know if I want like that, you know, like yeah. Like and the movie I ended up with is absolutely up my alley where it's like yeah. it was like the comedy is so there, but it's not just bombarding you with it all the time. You're not getting laugh, 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 laugh. There's like an actual storyline and character growth and stuff here. Bingo. And like that's the other part where it's like, OK, these characters are great. Uh, Kristen Wiig is a great anchor for everything. She's just yes. a great, like lead in general. Like, I love her. Um, which uh, now is she the lead in that new Ghostbusters? 
Was or was she? that somebody else? I think she was in it. Yeah. I only saw it once. Okay, right. In or the theater. Oh. Yeah, she was in it. Oh, okay, that is her. Okay, cool. Her and McCarthy um, were in it together. So I gotta be honest, like where it's like Kristen Wick, I'm not super familiar with her. I most like I think my biggest thing is uh I've probably seen some of her Saturday Night Live bits. I can't totally. remember specifics, but I just know that I knew she was a good comedic force where it's like, oh no, she's like she's like funny and like she's really, really funny. Good at her shit, like good improviser, all of that. I just I think that was just probably word of mouth too. I think she was very popular on SNL and everything. Yes. Um, so on when it comes to like her movie stuff though, yeah, not a ton for me there. I think I I saw her in uh <laughs> yeah, the most recent thing was probably that new Wonder Woman, which not a great movie. Uh, but no. she was great. Like I love her energy again, where it's like very bizarre part for her too. But I was like, oh no, I think she's doing great though. Um, yeah. So yeah, Kristen Wiig, awesome. I really want to maybe look into a little more of her stuff. Um, she was great. Melissa McCarthy, like, I'm kind of glad I didn't start with this one as my introduction to Melissa McCarthy's comedy stuff because this is yeah, it's just it's so funny. Like this is probably on a lot of people's lists and like people just glomped onto her like from the get go. It's like oh my god. Um. And for good reason, because she's gone on to do so much better stuff. Because this character is just kind of just kind of generic compared to her other stuff, you know? Like where Yeah, you know. she definitely I think she stands out like great. as like yeah. a interesting character in this. And sure. yeah. you know, she's definitely different from the other girls that she's surrounded by, which I think is fun. Big time. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, well, maybe people didn't know who Melissa was, but then there's people like me who had only seen her in Gilmore Girls. Uh -huh. Where she played yes. this like meek sweet adorable sweetheart there we not go. super yeah. funny though like right. really Lorelai on that show was like the funny one and right. Suki's kind of just there to like be her standing board you know and and then we see her in this and we're like oh my god she's actually so funny like yeah. she's so funny I see comparatively you know what I mean yeah, yeah. that's what it is because it was yeah it was a novel ass a novel yeah idea totally but you're I, right. That she totally has works done to her benefit, more funny right. things since. Big time. There we go. Like, yeah. So pretty good. Pretty good. Um, and then right, we covered Kristen Wiig. Like a lot of good, like kind of actors who have gone on to just really show their like awesomeness. Because Chris O'Dowd, even, like, I guess this was kind of his first bigger thing. Love him. Um, he's great. Um, it does. It makes me want to check out. I heard the series wasn't great, but it just it's enough to make me want to check out that. Uh, oh, they did a series on Get Shorty, I guess. Which, oh, yeah, I heard about that. And he's in it. So might want to check it out uh, just because he's great. I really, I really liked him in this a lot. Uh, good character. Um, we're kind of grazing over uh, some of my stuff for my questions. So let's hop into right. it. Yeah. Uh, this this movie kind of brought Melissa McCarthy to fame. Uh, did any of these actors stand out to you that you hadn't really seen in a lot? So we kind of just touched on Kristen Wiig. Mm-hmm. Um, see, yeah. I think, was this a lot of these actors jumping off point? Uh, because, so I, I got to 
be honest. Uh, so Rita, whoever played Rita, I don't recognize her, but I loved her. Um, oh, yeah, she's great. She was great. Um, Rose Byrne was a pleasant surprise. What's crazy about Rose Byrne is like, no, talk with your British accent. This is weird. It's like, but she did kind of have to be a have to be American for this one. She did, and she does a really good job being like the stuck-up American girl. Yeah, she d- has one giveaway point. Be, it's hard to break Brits of this, though. I understand where it's like she does say weekend. We don't say weekend. <laughs> right, we don't. And, but I get it. Like, yeah, Brits, like that is like no, it's too firmly ingrained. Like it, it would be like getting us to get used to saying weekend. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um. So that's just the only giveaway. It's like, oh, there's your Britishness showing through. There but no, she does a dead on um, American accent for sure. Um, and she is not an ugly crier. How dare. Oh, I know. <laughs> She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful for me. I think this was like my first time ever seeing her in a movie. And I was like, man, I love this lady. But you saw Get Him to the Greek. But she, but did. she didn't like and register. You know- like. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's awesome. And then she sort of fell off my radar. And then in this, this, like, I was like, I know who this woman is. I'm going to try to find her and other stuff. Because, like, I loved her so much in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, she is great. Um, And she is doing more and more. And, yeah, she's also in the Neighbors movies. Yeah, we've had her on the show a little bit. She's pretty. I think she's, like, friends with Seth Rogen in real life. They did a TV show together recently that was pretty fun. Oh, um yeah oh i think i know a guest star of one of the episodes because yeah really? it's like a apple tv show or something yep. like that it's yeah. a smaller tv show that they did um yeah, and it was awesome. fun it was a fun one good uh so have you ever had any friendships like this or known people with friendships like this i feel like the girls one-upping each other and having that like territorial and jealous shit it feels so real, even though it's toxic and you're watching and you're like, oh, my God, it does feel so fucking real, man. That was the most uncomfortable part where she's like, yes. okay, can we move on from this, please? Like, cause, uh, <laughs> yes, well, I would hope like I like if this played out in real life, like I would not care for it. Um, so, yeah, it's very real. Uh, yeah, I. I do get jealous, but I would never, I don't do the one-upmanship and stuff because I'm also not a very competitive person. So that right. has something to do with it. Um, I did, so I, one cool thing, <laughs> the only cool thing, no. Uh, one cool thing that happened to me in high school was I was uh, Sadie Hawkins, Prince or King or some crap. Yeah. And uh, that was my moment. Um, and But then that same day, the dude who runs the, who ran the assembly because they had students do that or whatever. He also like asked his uh, date like to prom or whatever. So he made a big deal and all this stuff. And like people, you could tell people kind of felt it's like, wait, okay, it's kind of still this guy's thunder. Like, yeah, what the, heck? what the hell? Um, and it's that it's so funny because it always sits, doesn't sit well with other people. And they tell me that I was like, oh, I guess I can see that. But no, I don't really care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's actually yeah. so healthy. Good yeah. for you. I um, have definitely gotten jealous of other girls. Like, it's weird, especially I feel like being a woman, 
in like oh. women friendships are kind of weird and the way women fight is a little weird um <laughs> yeah. it's it's definitely not it? as straight i don't know man okay. it's just not as straightforward you know mm-hmm. and it's almost like we have our own like we'll be smiling at each other and we'll be saying stuff but there it's actually a fight and like (laughs) you know like we know it's a fight but maybe everybody else doesn't know it's a fight i'm lucky Uh enough to not really have like toxic female relationships in my life anymore but like when i was younger and when i worked at the restaurant like oh my god i had so many friendships like that where it was like ugh. so it's like especially that character of helen she's played so well yeah, too, where it's just like, I wasn't sure. I kept waiting for, like, the other shoe to drop or something where it's like, okay, do something, though, like, blatantly bitchy or something. Where That's it's like... <laughs> the thing. She's, like, only just sort of being bitchy, enough to make the other girl look bad. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It I, feels yeah, real, because man. when, like, because, yeah, when Kristen Wiig comes through and it's, like, that full-on French holiday where it's like oh hell no this is no 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 this is grounds for something like like some shit talking at least like i i mean we don't gotta throw down or nothing but it like but oh, no yeah. you stole this idea from me like kind of deal Stole the idea like after she like, had just opened this thoughtful sentimental like free or cheap gift it was a cheap gift because we know Kristen Wiig's character Annie doesn't have that much money and this girl's yeah. like well I'm her new best friend and I'm rich yeah right <laughs> which yeah and it's so interesting because I don't know handled any time else or like if this was if this was like made in the 90s like she would be so much more like unlikable or something like that where you're right. so obvious like oh no she is the antagonist but but Helen isn't quite the antagonist, even. Like, no, yeah. no. Like, yeah. Actually, in fact, when this movie came out, they a lot of people hated Annie. And I was like, ah. don't you understand that, yes, while Annie is, like, problematic sometimes, she, like, has been going through it. And we're seeing this sort of from her perspective more. And she's, right. like, you know, struggling and she's learning and she's growing and she's changing. And that's what yeah. I think makes her like a good main character. Yeah. It's got that coming of age story aspect. It's that, but in your forties or thirties, forties, like coming of age story aspect to it, where it's like, yeah, you like, you're, you're feeling like, right. You're feeling, uh, yeah. At the end of your rope, like. Yeah, yeah, things aren't working out. Like, yeah, you you're feeling like you hit rock bottom. Yeah, and you and, gotta uh, like crawl up from it. Mm-hmm. And really, it's just a cycle. You just gotta start it up again. Yeah, uh, that her- was my favorite part from Melissa McCarthy's character is when she like gave her the fucking smackdown and was like, "Figure your shit out." Yeah, I'm look at life. me in high school. I didn't do well. <laughs> now I know bomb codes and shit. Um. <laughs> Which I thought she like for some reason when they cut to her on the phone earlier, I thought she was like in the stock market, but apparently she's like some government job. She's in the government, man. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> um. Oh God. Uh, what did you think of each bridesmaid? Let's like break it down a little bit, but especially our main girl. I, we've kind of talked about Helen and Annie a little bit. So then we had um, Becca played by Ellie Kemper from uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That's Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the unbearably like everything's great. 
She loves Disney World. She, <laughs> I like love that you. they were like a Pixar couple. I feel like I can find a yeah. part of myself in all of these women. But yeah, yeah right. I was like, this is how some people see me. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um. She's like, we. Oh, we finished each other's sandwiches. We finished each other's sandwiches. Um. So yeah, you don't have a husband. I am sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that weird running gag where it's just like, oh, is he with you? It's like, wait, what the fuck? Like, who are these people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, then we had, oh, we, you kind of already mentioned um, uh, Rita, which was played by Wendy McClendon. Yeah, she's a triple namer. Kobe. Um, she, um, out of our core girls, like she's probably my favorite because yeah, I love that. That's the lifestyle baby where it's like, yeah, no, I mean, am I happy? No, no, it's, (laughs) it's different shades of shit. You understand where it's like, my life is terrible. Yes. We, oh man, the sex nonstop, but no, but I want it to stop. Like, Sometimes I want to watch the Daily Show. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> She's hilarious. I feel like, but she still carries it well, though. Like, where you yes, that's off? the thing. Yeah. You know, because yeah, it's again like she's not hateful enough where it's just like yeah, she hates her kids or anything like that. Um, thank God. Um, oh no, yeah. So we got that going on, and then Melissa mccarthy bearable but but yeah it just like out of i think it's just against the other medalist mccarthy parts just not a standout anymore because she's yeah. just onto some really cool shit yes um so yeah and those are yeah those are and all that's it. Right? and then we kind of touched on annie and we touched on helen who so, like yeah Oh, and then, Helen. but Maya Rudolph, uh, well, but she's not a bride. The bride, the bride. the bride, yes, Maya Rudolph, I love her so much. She's great, she's got a great voice, love her on, uh, what was it, The Good Place. Um, oh, yeah. She's just a great comedic talent. She's so as, good. As per usual. Yeah. Now, she was in Idiocracy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like the earliest I saw her. I'm trying to think if that's like maybe the first thing I saw her in as well. Mm-hmm. 2006. Mm-hmm. She was in Grown Ups. That was mm-hmm. 2010. Grown Saturday ups. Night Live, as I did, mentioned earlier. That I probably saw skits of her from Saturday Night Live because mm-hmm. Josh's parents, well, Josh's mom loves Saturday Night Live. So I've watched a lot of it actually with her when we lived together. Um, so back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's great. I love her. Oh, she was in 51st States. Oh, what? I'm going to have to look part. and see which part she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Crazy. she's been in a lot of stuff. She's awesome. I think she's hilarious. Digger. Yeah, she's so good. She is. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and then did you like our main fella? Uh, Chris O'Dowd played Rhodes, the cop, uh, become boyfriend, dude. <laughs> I am become boyfriend, destroyer of worlds. Anyway, uh, no, yeah, I really liked him, even for being a cop. Uh, you know, that's, you know, that's I think my favorite cop. part of him was just that he was so awkward with yeah. her. 
And like, like when they met and stuff, and then he's like, we're not all bad. And she's like, what? And then he's like, some of us are good. <laughs> just like, this is so awkward. It feels so real. It's so funny. Definitely. Yeah. I no, it. I, yeah, I really liked him. Like, and especially like for being an Apatow character, like I was worried we're going to get into Apatow territory here. But, but we uh, didn't. Nope. Like we do was... not have any men that well, except for John Hamm's guy, sort of. Yeah, um, true. Right. That like you know needed to grow up, like. Mm-hmm. Right. And in fact, it was kind of flipped, where it's like, oh, he's had he's got some valid uh, arguments, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome. Good egg. Good egg. Um. All right. Let's get to our favorite questions. Favorite. A favorite performance. Favorite performance. I mean, that does go to Kristen Wiig because, yeah. She's really good. And she can be in more things. That would be most appreciated. Um, I don't know. Yeah, she's got a good because she's hilarious, but then she's also likable enough, but then can also drift into, oh, you're kind of almost a Karen. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're kind of being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I also did it like that. Like, again, we're kind of dealing with this weird uh, class level that we love to see in movies where it's like everybody's everybody's pretty wealthy. Like even Annie's character, who's supposed to be the poorest one. It's like, you're still doing pretty well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're still doing OK. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thought that was interesting. So Kristen Wiig and then Honorary does actually go to Chris O'Dowd. I just thought. Yeah. That, yeah. It was really charming and uh, yeah, just a good, yeah, good presence. I don't know. Yeah, that's I good. really like him and I want to see him in more stuff. I enjoy it every time I see him in a movie. Um, so yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, favorite scene. So, uh, it's kind of a tie. I wrote down two just because I okay. loved the exchange between Rose Byrne and Kristen Wiig. Um, especially with Rose Byrne not really being known for comedy. Like, she doesn't show it in this. Like, she's a natural comedic. And she's so going against funny. heavyweights like Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph. So, yeah. Um, I loved their bit, Kristen Wiig and Rose Byrne's bit on like change, where they just kept going back and forth, where it's just like, oh, you know, I think, uh, you know, you know, she's changed since then. It's like, well, yes. nobody, nobody really changes. It's like, well, I don't, I don't think so. You know, I, <laughs> Like the most passive aggressive argument you'll ever that see. That is how girls fight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is painful <laughs> to well, watch I it. I mean, also, I don't, so I don't believe that. Well, yeah, but you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that's... That. Like, yeah, where you just are literally saying the same thing back and forth, but in a different way. Yes. <laughs> so good. Um, no, oh, I think we all grow, but I mean, but doesn't grow mean that you're changing? Like, <laughs> and it honestly, like they were both kind of like making valid arguments where it's just like, I feel like I'm more on Kristen Wiig's side here, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but that, or I really did like the traffic stop scene between Kristen Wiig and Chris O'Dowd because 
it really it was a beautiful scene. It started one way and ended up somewhere totally different. And but in a in an organic way where it was like, oh, she's going to get out of this for obvious reasons. Right. It's like, no, he makes her work for it. Like he's like he's it's not going to be that easy. So cute. And then they genuinely get to know each other and stuff like and it's not creepy. Like, you know, yeah, I thought it was good. Originally, this they had filmed like a whole part where they had set up to film a whole part in Vegas. But oh, because yeah. this was already starting to get people to compare it to The Hangover, because The Hangover had just come out, they cut it all. And I'm kind of glad they did. It's actually smart, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they did. Further differentiate um, yourself, because, yeah, otherwise, yeah, then it's, yeah, then they really won't let it go. <laughs> and the plane scene did is it better. Really fun. Exactly, and, it's like, one of the highlights of the that, movie. Yeah, we wouldn't have got that whole plane scene without that. Again, I have I kept, to say. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I have to say I love their speech when they do their speeches. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. It went on way. It went on yeah. in real life. I would be so uncomfortable. Yeah. But like, I did think it was, I think that is so funny. Like every time I watch it, I'm laughing. Yeah. Um, I what? See, again, I was on the Roseburn thing. I was waiting for it to drop or it was like, oh, she didn't give her fucking whatever relaxing pills no she gave her like molly or something i was waiting for that to drop it was like yeah she just had a weird reaction or some the combination of alcohol and and xanax yeah 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 i uh i love that they do that though because it's like it shows like oh no she's really not the bad guy it's Mm -hmm. just this weird girl fight where they're both being like territorial of this friend yeah right and like neither of them is bad though Yes. Like maybe, you know, Annie's character, like she, it's really not great to like break a cookie in front of like <laughs> a bunch of people and throw a fit Fuck like that. that. Cookie. <laughs> Fuck that cookie. But, uh, you know, neither of them is bad. Neither yeah. of them does anything horrible. So it's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And I loved Stove. Like he was so great. Oh, Steve. <laughs> On the airplane. <laughs> what are you, an appliance? No, I'm a person, and my name's Steve. <laughs> so good. Uh, you did great. Yes, so good. Well, I have to say, I'm, I'm not surprised, but a lot of people pick that, you know, the disgusting vomiting, pooping, puking Oh, scene. that scene. See, and, like, I'm really, like... I'm glad it was just one of those. I said I liked Peter Feige or Peter Feig, but, uh, like, one of, they kept, push, him and Apatow were pushing for more more of that broader, that comedy that I was talking about, where it's just like, yeah, it's just over the top, like, just boom, 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 bombastic comedy. So we got, a debt needs to be paid to Kristen Wiig, who really kind of pushed against those things, so thank God for that, because, yeah, I think the movie we ended up with is way better than what that would have been. I agree. And I do think when you have like one scene like that, that yeah, it's much that's more right. impactful yeah. than if you have a full movie of them. Like it was much more memorable and funny to have one disgusting, gross scene like that than it would have been the whole movie. So, you know, it's like, no, I, I feel fine. I'm hungry. In fact, she's like, like <laughs> fucking sweating and <laughs> so good. Really? Oh, well. 
<laughs> grab some almonds. Like, oh, you motherfucker. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she, oh, God. And then she does. She pops it in. Kristen Wick, she's just so fucking good. So good. She's so good. Yeah. That whole Damn. thing was pretty funny, too. <laughs> Definitely. It worked. They so did a good. good job. And then favorite quote. Oh, sorry. Favorite quote? Yeah, favorite <laughs> quote. <laughs> so it, I, there's so many. It was almost like, quote, uh, what is it? <laughs> when you get overwhelmed by things that, like, yeah. Uh, like being too many quotes yeah overstimulated yeah. where it's just overabundance of quotes so but i did really like the delivery it, it just came out of nowhere with the lady that annie's sitting next to being like yeah i had a dream last night that we went down <laughs> you were in it <laughs> i was like oh shit <laughs> yeah that I would be enough that. to make you go well yeah i need to get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah i love that so much i love it so much Oh, my God. It is so crazy, too. I love that this movie highlights, like, it's so expensive to be in people's weddings. Good God. Especially as a maid of honor, you have to pay for so much shit. You're supposed to throw the shower. You're supposed to throw the the bachelorette party weekend. Like, you're well, supposed just, to buy all of that for everyone. Yeah, it's expensive. It's such a big, like, life event that you are expected to, like, you're dedicating a portion, a good portion of your day and like hit and then weeks and months and yeah year or something like that to this thing it's like yeah yeah i don't know i'm like yeah i'm glad like yeah don't ask me to be no best man or anything like, <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot know? of work yeah, it's a lot it's like yeah. yeah and i get it like it is a total big deal for you <laughs> yeah it's for you. interesting because it is like a, a friendship commitment too almost yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Or it can be a lot. I know people are sort of, I feel like I see a lot of people doing elopements and I'm like, what a good idea. Yeah, good. That's awesome. Totally do it. Totally. Do it. Mm -hmm. um, awesome. Uh, and what would you rate this out of five stars? I'd give it a four and a half out of five. Yeah. Because it's a salt, like, because it's not a typical comedy there's actually some good lessons and heartfelt moments like and at the end of the day the yeah the relationships amongst these women are accurate which is hard to find in hollywood yes. sometimes because yeah you see all all shapes and sizes first of all all yes. shades and then all levels in terms of like yeah yeah we we're not always nice to each other and like you know it's not always pleasant and stuff. Especially so, like in the 2010s. Yeah. It's nice to see all of that too. Mm hmm Awesome. And then, uh, and uh, what was I going to say? Oh, and then I appreciate, like, maybe, I don't know if it was because I was watching a Blu-ray or what, but to me, I appreciated that, yeah, not everybody was, like, made up. Like, like yeah, yes, no, Rose totally. Byrne is beautiful and everything, but it still felt like, they lean more into natural, like, because we saw them dressed down a lot, too. Yes. Um, they even comment a few times on Kristen Wiig's hair, which, whatever, which, you know. But, no, I just felt like nobody was made up too much. Whereas, like, if this would be, was made in the 90s, like, everybody's looking perfect. Like, you know. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. No, everybody, yeah. And there were times where it didn't look like, I'm sure they were still wearing makeup, but sometimes it didn't look like they were, and I appreciate exactly. that so much. Okay, good. Uh, um, yeah. What yeah. I was getting. yeah totally 
Mm-hmm. Uh, would you rewatch and recommend? Yeah, totally. It's one and of would the you best re- comedies. Yeah. Would you reboot it? Um, I don't think so. Like, and even I love that they even held back from doing a sequel because God knows they could have. Like, yeah, Kristen Wiig was asked about it on the Ellen DeGeneres show, like, you know, in the height of like its glory and everybody was talking about it and stuff. And she's like, no, we ended it nicely. We don't need a sequel. Because I, and I that. just love that they fought against it. Because again, like probably even it's only been 10 years, but fast forward to that, like, no, they would they would just make a sequel happen. Like they'd get Kristen Wiig out of it. And then, yeah, they'd still make a sequel because I know it was hugely successful. So, oh, yeah, crazy. It'd be like successful. a no brainer. It's like, but I appreciate I love that they said it's like, no, like it just like, no, that wouldn't be right. Like, why? Like, <laughs> I, yeah. uh. I know that Melissa McCarthy was hanging out with a bunch of the cast um, and maybe like the director or someone. And they were kind of stressing like on opening night that it wasn't going to do well because it was like a really big female comedy, Mm -hmm. which historically haven't always done great. Um, The few times they've tried. And so they snuck into like a local movie theater and snuck into the back and they said that they just heard everybody laughing and they were like, oh, this is going to actually do really good. And it, like, you know, made them stoked. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Which I love. I love it. Also, I feel like you probably already know, but Melissa McCarthy's husband did play Air Marshal John. I did know that. Super, super fun. You could tell they needed to... They needed to do a little better job of cutting around his stuff because he was clearly laughing like at Melissa McCarthy's shenanigans. And it's like, uh, like, wait, what the how did this get passed? It's like he's clearly laughing at her. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I get it. It could be tough. <laughs> but I love yeah. that actor, too. Like, he's fucking he's hilarious, great. too. Like, he's very funny. And they're always great together, too. So They are. He was in Gilmore Girls a couple of times. Yep. Um, and, uh, nice or uh, sorry and new girl I remember or is that yes. what you just said no Gilmore Girls and new girl okay right yeah he was a new girl amazing yeah so good cool all right well that's two movies down so now it's time to make the c- c- connection chess pawns clock matches all physical objects man made small in size light in weight that's the connection Surprised to see me? No. Then you're aware of it. Of what? Our connection. And so, we are all connected in the great circle of life. All right. So, John Hamm, who played in Bridesmaids, he was the douchey boyfriend, was a teacher before becoming an actor. And Kimball is a... (laughs) is a teacher while being a cop. I love this connection. It is wacky. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's great. Um, I'm going to go with the most obvious one. There's cops in both movies. There is. Very much. Total cops. Yes. <laughs> Let's be cops. Let's be cops. <laughs> uh, right. And that was my other one. <laughs> it's like okay. cop, cop in kindergarten, cop, cop in bridesmaids. Boom. Uh, there's plane rides in both movies. Okay. I was actually looking for that. There actually is. Okay. Um, there is sickness and vomiting in both movies. Got it. Um, she does get yeah. food poisoning. All right. I see where we're going. 
Um, and she is believably have... sick too. Like they do so, good uh, jobs in both of showing yes, like, like, oh, yes. they, they are not feeling good right now. They are not well. <laughs> um, both have pretty great roles for women. Yes. In my opinion. Yeah. And then the last one is there's a man undercover in both movies. One is an air marshal and one is the kindergarten cop. Hey, well hey, done. Um, Got him. Got him. Woo, we made it. All right. And if uh, you enjoyed either one of these movies and want to find movies that are similar, well, we did a little bit of movie matchmaking for you. Yeah. But look at this nice thing, though, we have here. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a fine, catch me a catch. So if you enjoyed... Wait, okay. If you enjoyed Bridesmaids, you might also enjoy Bad Moms. Yes. Wine Country. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, that was just okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Wow. (laughs) A lot of heavy, heavy hitting, like amazing women in it. And I was so stoked for it. And then I wasn't that impressed. But maybe I should Uh, rewatch it and give it another shot. It was like heavy female cast, though. So that's. Yeah. So that part's so cool. Right. And then the other woman, which that's with Cameron Diaz, Kate Upton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. uh, I didn't want to see it, but. (laughs) It's not great. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, In all of Cameron Diaz's movies, it's not my fave. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And if you enjoyed Kindergarten Cop, you might enjoy Don't Tell Mom, The Babysitter's Dead. Oh, I need to watch that again. I haven't seen that in forever. Uh, Parenthood. Okay. Parenthood. And Kindergarten Cop 2. Yeah, <laughs> with Dolph Ludgren. Which I guess if you can't get any of, like, yeah, if you can't get Chris Hemsworth or, <laughs> That's or right. those guys, I guess Dolph Ludgren would do. I see what they were going for there where it's like, because Dolph Ludgren was the other, another big action star-ish. Um, also a big guy. So they were like, uh, eh, he's kind of related to Arnold. <laughs> Kind of. You know what would have been better? Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Yeah. Except he's busy making Expendables 4, which is tanking, which I color me surprised. Yeah, Josh like, wouldn't saw it. Oh, no. No. And that series was so dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said he saw the first two. He didn't even see the third, but he went and saw the fourth one with Mike, and he just said it was all right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. So movie matchmaking out of the way. So now it's time for recommendations. Mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend the I Read Movies podcast with Paxton Hawley. He just did an ep- He's starting to get into spooky season. So he just released an episode on Wishmaster, uh, which Wishmaster had a novelization. That's so crazy. Um, so, yeah, definitely check that out. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm recommending The Atlas Six, which is a book series by Alexine Farrell Falmouth, um, or Olivia Blake, I think is her pen name. Sorry. Yep, it's Olivia Blake. Um, She has three fantasy books out. I'm on the second one. There's like the Alexandrian Library involved, there's like magic of different kinds Uh involved. 
um, six different kinds of magic and they pick the person strongest in each type of magic and they they hire them basically to protect the Alexandrian library. Ooh, um, wait. Oh, I like this. Wait, isn't the Alexandrian library a real thing or was? Was. Yeah. Nice. I yeah. Like it. It's really good, actually. Um, I'm on the second book. I'm about 60% of the way done with it. There's like a lot of really good characters too, and it's told through each character's point of view. So you really mm. get to know each character. And sometimes I hate that, yeah. but I actually really like it in this book series. I think it's really great. Mm. Um, there's some mysterious shit too that's going on. I don't want to spoil anything, but I, I definitely recommend it. It's fun and it's different than um than like a lot of other fantasies that I usually read. So great. Yeah, I just put a hold on the first collection of short stories about the Witcher. Yes. Yeah. Have you read the short stories or did you just dive into the books? Um, I I'm trying to remember what order I read them in. Mm-hmm. I read them all. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you all. read the short stories too? Okay. I did. I'm trying to remember if I read those first. I might have read. That's I think chronologically or whatever, like that's what or release wise, that's what came out first was the short stories, and then he did the. Yeah, I did the short novels. stories first. I did the short stories first. Now I technically so i'm skipping there was one book the first book of short stories like i don't think you can get easily because they stopped printing in the u.s or something um sure but the second book i got so yeah so we'll see we'll i'll see about this witcher nonsense kind of getting into some sci-fi stuff because i also just checked out this i was reading the planet of the apes novelizations and i saw that the author of those does some sci-fi stuff and he had a trilogy of books that I wanted to check out. It takes place in like a futuristic cyberpunk world, but very Middle East inspired. Oh, cool. Yeah. So anyway. All right. So if you have recommendations of your own that you want to send our way, you can do so by sending them to our email. Movieconnectionpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, at the movie connection, <laughs> all one word. <laughs> or you can follow us individually. Me at Jacob Bean Watson. And me at KC Schwartz. And I think that's what I was waiting for, by the way. Uh, I see. And we've got a Facebook and all that good stuff. If you could head mm-hmm. on over to Apple Podcasts, give us a little rate and review. That would be most appreciated. Yes. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. The moment where we assign each other the movies to watch for next week. So, Casey, I'm going to have you watch Troy. <laughs> Just one big epic name of a movie for one epic movie (laughs) Um, starring one epic uh, leading man Mr. Brad Pitt so yeah Mm -hmm. yes and got to make sure to watch the extended cut Uh, so just know that now listeners that that will be the cut we are watching Um, and it's definitely on your Apollo I think it's the top choice so (laughs) yeah that checks out Awesome. I'm going to assign you, and I think these are really telling of our personalities, uh, Knight's Tale. Ah, a Knight's Tale. Heath Ledger. Yes. Um, and yeah, I can't believe, yep, this is one that I, by all rights, should have seen, but yes. have not. So I'm really excited. Heck yeah. I'm excited to watch it. I haven't seen it in years, but it used to be one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and it was like my first Heath Ledger movie, I think. Totally. Oh, nice. I love yeah. it. 
All right. Well, perfect. Join us next week, and uh, we will see you then. Thank you for joining us. Have a great night. Bye. Surprised to see me? No. Then you're aware of what? Our connection. So, we are all connected in the great circle of life. And then we, that is a huge chunk of fucking cheese. Like, (laughs) two, two huge fucking hunks of cheese. Uh... <laughs>